thermal sound wave wave thermal sound wave wave yeah we got it we got an og that's joining us right about now on thermal sound waves a natural alternative to fast food radio you know what i mean he goes by the name of paris gorilla funk and all that Funk. Been doing it for a long, long time, repping the community, repping hip-hop, and, and repping brothers is strong with it. You know what I mean? Straight from the Yay area, a.k.a. the Bay area, yeah. San Fran, Oakland, and all that. What's going on with you? Good people. What's happening? Peace. Hey, everything's love. He came on with the double D boys. Okay. <laughs> he came on with the double D boys. Well, you know, right on, bro. I got to get my, my very wide on my folks. <laughs> yeah, show you right. No, it's all good. It's yeah, all good. Yeah. It's, 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 it's always good to be on the radio with like-minded folks, and uh, all is appreciated. The alternative to fast food, huh? I feel you on that. Yeah, the natural alternative natural. to fast food radio. The there natural, you go. You know what I mean? There you go. A lot of people oh. getting that, that GMO stuff rocking nowadays. We ain't with all that. Uh, well, you know I'm what it's about, you then. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Now, well, go ahead. we have the gentleman, Paris, veteran, vet of the hip-hop community, and right. more. It's not just about music, even though hip-hop really deals with more than just music. So, uh, But you're repping out of, you know, North California, the Bay Area. You're right. doing a lot with music. You know, you're one of those people that like people that probably are not from that region. If they go there, they'd be like, "All right, they've got a name Paris," but I don't really see him all over the 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 magazines, like other artists that's on like major labels and stuff like that. But when they go right. to the Bay Area, and they just see like, "Wow, this guy fills up like." Concerts with no radio, just, just off of just the streets, and well, people like you know, it, just, it, that's by design too. You got to realize, you know, that the hip hop took a pretty serious detour uh, a while back when it was decided by hires up that there was only certain certain messages that were going to get through to people, and only certain messages that were going to be endorsed through major channels. And and you know, I come from an era where pro-black messages and messages of empowerment were not an exception to the rule. And it's, just, it's the exact opposite right now. You know, big shout to the Bay Area uh, because, because of the Bay Area, they had a gentleman that went up to the Bay Area to see what was going on with the whole, back in the days, the whole Black Panther movement and you know the conscious movement of just unity of people of color. And also people just, period, that was trying to be oppressed. There was a man that went up there, and he learned a lot from you guys. And then he went down to L.A., and then he implemented what he learned. That man was uh, Bunchy Carter. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, so because, but they had to go up north to really get there. I remember we, we went down to San Diego, shout out to Dago, and they was telling us, you know, a lot of the people, the culture, if you want to get the culture, you got to go further up north California. You know, because they they like really try to wipe out the culture down in the most southern part of California, which is there, but it's just more like really, really more living. Well, it's Hollywood. And it's Hollywood just, down there, you know. I mean, I got a lot of love, and there's a, a, a ton of consciousness in the East, too. You know, when I first started, I mean, the, the, uh, again, for those who are listening now who are plugged into this this station kind of as we speak, listen to us get down. Um, probably there are many people who are listening that don't realize what a different climate it was back in the day. You know, Explain. and, and the, the amount of unity that was put forward and, and, and the sense of community 
and the sense of empowerment that came from the music that really did alter the trajectory of a lot of people's lives, right? And so the power of the music was felt by the community, and it was also felt by those poised to exploit it. Now, we're talking about the... I'm sorry to cut you. No, go ahead. We're talking about... uh, Because I heard this from a a homie of mine from the uh, L.A. area, and he was telling me at one point there was the uh, black and brown against the town. That movement that was going on in California. Well, you, yeah, I, I'm not specific to. I mean, I'm not, you know, familiar to specifically what that was about. But I mean, well, you know, unity. we were definitely about about self improvement, and definitely about doing for self and networking amongst ourselves. And you know, right now we're in an environment where everything about black culture is loved except black people. <laughs> you know, there was, there was, there you, know was, uh, you can look. You look at it. You know, you look at the 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 artists that are championed, the people that get passes in hip hop. You know, the the messages that that are instilled in people that come through in the music that's that's taken as normal, that's taken as kind of par for the course now, and and you know, messages of strength and and, and unity are put on the back burner. You know, there was a quote from Paul Mooney, mm-hmm. and he said. Uh, can't really say it fully on the air, but you said everybody want to be a. Well, yeah, yeah well, nobody want to be a. Yeah, yeah, and you know people laughed at it, but when you really like analyze it, it's like that's that's for real. Yeah, yeah, that's real. absolutely. And you know, so the really the only way to circumvent that is to establish a lane, which I've done my best uh, to try to do, and to do it completely independently. So to, to operate in hip hop autonomously, where I don't have to rely on anybody, where I can establish my own distribution, establish my own network, and deal with people who I know are like-minded, and be able to get down at that—I mean, that's been a blessing in and of itself, and it's been a successful lane. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm definitely thankful and grateful to be able to be getting down now. And you've done over four million, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This independently. Is what I'm about. This is this is Over what I'm talking about. Four million independent. That no major at all. But well, you know, let me back crazy. that up because when I first started, I was on Tommy Boy, which was oh, back okay. in the day. Okay. You know, Tommy Boy was um, the first label that I got signed to, and I put my first record out, which was The Devil Made Me Do It through Tommy Boy. This was in '90. Uh, okay. So it was quite some time ago. Put that record out. It did well, and then I delivered the second record, which had a. a, a song about it song on it about assassinating the president at the time president bush and uh, i got kicked off of tommy boy and consequently kicked off right. of time warner as a result of right, it right because they were distributing and, tommy boy at the time yeah. right right and that you know and that wasn't even it wasn't even really because of me it was because of ice t because oh, he had a song right. called cop killer back in you know back then well then he became before, a cop. Long, long before Law and Order. Yeah, and you know, and he had he had a song that that that, and there was a fallout as a result of that. And you know, NWA came out with their with their After Police track, and then you know there was this this kind of a self imposed censorship that went on in hip hop, where parental advisory stickers became the norm for explicit material, and. Um, there was kind of a, a, a movement to sanitize dissent and to sanitize messages that that embraced 
self-sufficiency, right? And so then, and and and, and slowly, the the self-destructive messages eat their way into hip hop, and you know we've been kind of living in the aftermath of that ever since. Absolutely, we're talking to Paris right here on the program. Thermal sound waves. Call us up two one two six five zero six nine zero three. Email us hey. thermal sound waves at gmail dot com. So what what exactly are pistol politics? Pistol, I mean, the language of America is violence. I, I say that in the the first single off of that album, uh, Night of the Long Knives, and it's true. It's self evident. Everything that America stands for, and every way that she interacts with people of color both here and abroad has to do with violence we see that with police brutality we see that with our with our uh, international policy and uh, it, it it is something that you know kind of sparks a, a visceral response in people and it is necessary to be able to get the point across so when i say pistol politics it is it is speaking the language that People have become accustomed to, sadly, to be able to get a, a, an agenda across of self-empowerment. Now, why would you have a song uh, about former former President Bush? Back in the day? Yes. What made you? Well, anybody that was Because some people weren't, or not, his, some people are young. His, pardon me? Some people are young, so they might not understand why. Well, it was just just the 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 conditions that we were living in at at the time the 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 uh, war policies that you know America had in place, which you know really it continues to have in place the imperialist expansion, um, the building of empire at the expense of people of color globally, um, the second class citizenship status of black people here uh, all of these things were in play that had many people disgusted with uh, disgusted with the times and disgusted with the administration at that time and you realize hip hop you know on a grand scale was in its infancy right so there were many of us who had the ability to, to say things that like a, a lot of black people never had had the ability to say before and you know all, all of a sudden you know i go from you know making tracks and in, in the studio in my spare time to you know being in the washington post and being in the new york times and being on ms you know on on nbc at the time it wasn't msnbc and and you know just having a national platform being in the la times speaking about issues that were all but ignored in that election cycle because it was the election of uh, Bush and Clinton. Did you feel that as an artist, hip hop artist, that you were most like possibly going to the realms of being uh, somewhat exiled because you're talking about stuff like that instead Not, of talking about you, just you know girls you, popping it? And you know what? Well, when when you when you love. When you when you're passionate about something, um, you don't really trip off the consequences. I mean, that's just the reality of the situation. And I knew that there was a lot that I wanted to say that I wanted to get across. And I believe that I'm probably incapable of making material that that doesn't touch on certain subjects. You know, um, so it 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 never really crossed my mind. 
Uh, you took economics up there at uh, UC Davis. Uh, right. You could have taken a lot of different things, but what was it that led you to taking economics and getting a degree in economics? Now, I could tell you a, a fancy answer. <laughs> no, give us, you real, believe it. Real, real, <laughs> give us the real. We don't need no fancy but up here. It, it was one of those things where, it, for me at the time, because I was really young when I decided to pick my major, it was a path of least resistance. That I could still make money at, you know, because... Um, there are plenty of people who really choose the path of least resistance that have hella student loan debt right now. Um, Shout out to Sally that, May. That that are unemployable. You know what I'm saying? But it was it was it was one of those things where I listened to my pop. He was like, you know, pick something you could make a living doing that you won't hate. And the only thing that I could think of, you know, at the time, you know, you gotta realize I was what eighteen or whatever when I picked my major seventeen was that. And what 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 type of uh, parents did you have? What type of life was it uh, growing up in the Paris household? It was it was. I mean, uh, my parents are divorced, and you know I live with pops, and he, he, he basically gave me the blueprint as to how to be a man. Say what you mean, mean what you say, and um, you know be reliant upon yourself and, and do right by folks. And obviously, that showed through your music. Mm-hmm. And he stressed education pretty pretty severely, so you know I'm I'm thankful for that because people like your father had to fight just so they could exactly. get education. Exactly, you know, and, and you know, and of course there's a there's a certain amount of struggle that we were great, you know, gracefully allowed to bypass because we we're born when we we're born, you know. But I, I can only imagine what his generation had to go through. What what were some of the things or, or some of the people that influenced some of your philosophies and some of the things that you talk about to this day in your music? What, what was a trip about it, man, is, is I got out of Davis um, almost knowing nothing. I, I had almost zero knowledge of self when I got out of college. Oh, just like a real college student. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's the, like know. most college students. Yeah. yeah and, Higher and, learning, and, but, but a lower self. And, yeah, I had zero, you know, exactly. I knew, you know, I had no smarts. And I knew how to, you know, navigate the business world and get down. But, you know, in terms, of my conscious, my consciousness level was quite low. And um, I, I ended up hearing Minister Farrakhan speak at the Kaiser Convention Center in Oakland. And this was uh, I went with a DJ partner of mine, Marcus Clemens, back in the day from a radio station out here in Cali, and we went up there, and and you know, just uh, it was like the door, the floodgates opened. And I became FOI. I was FOI for three years. Oh, really? I was yeah. I was twenty six in in Moss twenty six A. Shout out to out the here. of Islam. Okay. And, yeah. Yep. And and then um, you know, you you as I grew and you know uh, absorbed more and more and traveled more and um, just kind of learned the ways of the world. I grew and I, I evolved and just began soaking up knowledge and different things about different people that I encountered and. You know, was able to shape my own worldview as a result. What What was it like for you that first week, FOI, like that first experience? You, I, I don't never even remember. Do I, I don't even remember. You know what? A bunch of us were in it that were new to it, and you know, it was it was just a camaraderie and a brotherhood and kind of an understanding that that there was a, a, a you know a really kind of a very defined enemy at the time and you know it was it was it was a 
it wasn't difficult to put together, you know, um, once certain things were pointed out to me. Is it, is it true, though, man, with you being around FOI, for some reason, it seems like they don't really sweat like real other people. It'll be bow tied up, t- like the suits on. It'd be 180 degrees outside. Everybody else is sweating heavy, but they not. They don't sweat that bad. Well, you gotta realize, man, I'm, I'm in Frisco, which is also the, the Frisco is also known as Fog Town. So Fog you know, town. about as hot as it gets in Frisco is 55, 60. You know, so oh, really? people think California like is is hella hot all the time, and that's not the case at all, especially. Being being born and raised in San Francisco, no, well, not once, at all. Well, once it, I saw the uh, the video of a group that you work with, the Conscious Daughters, right? They had that song "Funky Expedition." I was like, why are they wearing snorkel jackets? Why they <laughs> they really have heavy coats on? I didn't. I thought the whole California <laughs> was what LA is like. Straight. You got a be- better memory than I do, rugged. I don't remember what what was going I listen, on, but I, I know do that know that uh, daughters. Know the that weather is, is is cold. Yeah. And the hills, because oh, yeah. I remember the T-shirt. Well, because this is in L.A. This is the Bay, you know, and it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a different vibe up here. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and, you know, I remember, uh, uh, like I said, uh, you got people like, um, you know, the guy with the Magnum. You know, you feel lucky. Uh, do you punk? And, you know, oh, yeah, Clint. Eastwood. Yeah, Clint Eastwood. <laughs> and Full House. You see the hills. It was like you know, every time you have car scenes, the cars always, like, jump the hills. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, bullet. a lot of hills. Yeah, yep, okay. that's exactly right. It's very small. It's a very kind of a condensed environment, you know. San Francisco's only seven square miles. So, you know, you're talking about San Francisco relative to, say, the boroughs, you know. It's oh, a completely right. different vibe. Right, right. Big up the Hopi out there. Yeah, shout to Hopi. Yeah, shout to Hopi. So, and, you know, let's, let's go to the music now. Right. You've been putting it down for a long time, and we know it's about the Bay Area. It seems like a lot of people, when they really want to get, you know, their music broke, they gotta go to the Bay Area. You guys are responsible for a lot of people. I think even responsible for the game. I think the game been trying for a long time to get put on, and I think only until JT, the bigger figure, right, actually had him up in the Bay Area, a lot of people started noticing him. So it seems like a yeah, lot of music I, really gets I remember like that they were they were linked up. I don't know the specifics of it, so I can't speak on it. But yeah, he definitely was was uh partnered up with JT for a minute, that's for sure. And it's very progressive. I've been hearing yes. very, very, very progressive and, and very diverse, man, you know, and, and, and you know, it, it 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 I mean and very gentrified, you know, and very unequal uh finance economically for a lot of people but it, it it gives you a snapshot of what's possible you know and that's the one unique quality about being from here man is, is a lot of places out you know it, it's pretty generic between here and new york honestly in terms of of, mm-hmm. of yes you know uh population diversity and and uh and quality of life you know, this is a pretty unique place to be, as is New York. And so, you know, you see the the best of, of all worlds here and the worst of all worlds. You see, you know, the the what's possible and you and what you want to avoid. And all of that factors into the music. And, you know, with you, you went from the music scene for working with so many people, like Public Enemy, uh, doing tracks with... You did tracks with yeah, I did. Daughters, I've right? done. I've I've had done. I've produced tracks with I don't know. Public Enemy, Dead Prayers, Immortal Technique, The Coup, George Clinton, 
um, wow. MC Ren, a hell of people. I mean, but but it, it, cool. it's all I've been I've been blessed to deal with people that I respect and have uh, kind of maintained my ability to to to, <laughs> to not do anything that I'm ashamed of. You know, I, I always said the litmus test when I'm said and done with this, and I decide to finally walk away from it, is I don't want to look back on anything and 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 have been ashamed of anything. You know what I'm saying? So I'm fortunate in that regard. Uh, have do you do lectures, or have you ever thought about doing lectures? If you haven't, I, you know, I did off of my very first record, and just decided I didn't really care for it. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I might revisit it. Right. later but that's that's not my thing man I, I love music and i think if people want to be preached to they go to church <laughs> right gotcha uh, on the direction a pound kick at church too it, among other things yeah <laughs> it but gets, you you also have doing the production right you know for a certain film or you worked with on a certain film that we also did the screening for see oh kill the messenger the movie yeah. Renner and uh, Michael K. Williams. Yeah, we did the screening right. for that movie in New York. Okay. And how was that for you working on that uh, that motion picture? You know what? It, I I didn't see it until you saw it. You sure about I mean, that? I saw it earlier. I saw it earlier. Material and then you know I, I had a basic idea of what it was about, but you know you submit the material and then once they accept it, it it's pretty much out of my hands. When you did see it, what was your uh, opinion? Yeah, I, I, it was cool. I mean, you know, that's, that's the, the, the crack CIA connection. Is, that's, you know, that's right up there with police brutality in terms of um, content and, you know, and synergy with what it is I do. So, you know, I was proud to be a part of it. And you also do production on video games. Every now and then, I mean that's more of a, a request. It's a request like, kind of a thing. Uh, yeah. Whenever I'm ready to do some of video games, no, no, I don't. I, don't, I was not trying to come now. off like that. You know what it is? Is, yeah, I, mean, is I have I have a company that solicits my catalog, right? So if if something comes up, like the, the most recent one was Grand Theft Auto Five, you know, if uh, if there's a request or if there's a, a made by the video game company, then you know, of course, everybody's catalog is solicited. And they'll pick from the catalog, and and you know, that was fortunate enough to get placed. You real modest, but I, <laughs> listen, you talk about Grand Theft Auto, you all up on their production. Yeah, all right, man. Well, we, no, we, we well, don't I come mean, to the well, Bay Area. You gonna give us some food at the fridge? <laughs> if you can't maintain humility, man, you are you 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 know you you dead from the starting line. It's uh, you know, I'm I'm fortunate to still be here, bro. Really, and and you know, it's it's a very heartfelt thing when I say that because I do for a living what millions of people aspire to, indeed, and indeed. and and I'm able to do it in a way that allows me to maintain my integrity. So, um, all good. We got a California uh, man with us right here, also. You know, so it's Mr. Lawless. Mr. Lawless, he, he's hanging out with us. You know. Southern California. Say so what now? Who? We have an artist in here by the name of Lawless from uh, Southern oh. Cal. In the in the bo- in the booth in the studio with us right now. Yeah. Peace. What's happening? Yeah, yeah. What's happening, man? Oh, I love good. the Bay, man. First time me going up to the Bay, I was uh, messing with Mac Dre. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, man. That yeah. was a cool cat, man. Real yeah, cool cat. Humble. Mm-hmm. Have you ever gotten uh, uh, any calls or any like shakedowns? Or attempted shakedowns from the government about things you was putting out and saying. 
I, I, I got the same letter that NWA got. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what was the letter? Well, well, that was after Bush killer. No, it was the same thing. You know, this, this uh, FBI letter. It went, it went to Priority Records also because I was a distributor through Priority at the time. Um, warning about for uh, after I got my deal with Priority because my second album was Sleeping with the Enemy, and it was delivered. Uh, it, it was delivered to Warner Brothers. That was the one that had the Bush Killer track on it, and I ended up putting it out independently. And everything is all good with them until you end up actually having the ability to reach millions, millions of people. And and my deal with Priority basically um, established my ability to be able to do that. And so they got the same letter that NWA got once it was common knowledge that I officially had distribution with and, them. And this is the era, the era of Dolores Tucker, correct? Yes. Ah, so Mr. you were living, Lawrence Tucker. living that yeah. uh, black steel in the hour of chaos. You were living that right. too. <laughs> right. Because she wanted right. some, she actually wanted a piece of, I think a lot of artists a piece of the money. Money. <laughs> She wanted to get in. I was like a producer. Like, no, we need to start making different kind of music. Let me get in here and show you how to do it. Anyway, but you got to realize that we're, we're still talking about uh, an era where hip hop was an exception to the rule. It was still on the outside looking in. Mm. You know, and I remember going on the road and 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 you know visiting radio stations that they, that championed the fact that they didn't play hip hop. It's a very very um, kind of surreal wow. thought now to consider that, but they didn't play hip hop in a lot of places back then. You know what I'm saying? So we had to we had to do our own thing. But what's some of the responses you get now when you go out and do shows? You go on the road and you do things like you know, truth music, pistol politics, you know, hard truth soldier and stuff like it, that. It, it's, it's universally accepted and appreciated because it's not something that most people do so this the, the you know gorilla funk the label gorilla funk was created right after 9-11 and it was created after 9-11 to pretty much serve as a safe haven for people who had messages of dissent that couldn't get love and get and get released elsewhere so that's when I started reaching out to all of my all my comrades. You know, I, I hit up PE and I hit up Dead Prayers and Immortal Technique and all these different folks, and say, you know, come over here and let's do these projects. You know, let's start getting down, and 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 move as a collective, and you know, and, and the catalog is built up over time. What message do you have to young artists like the gentleman that we have here, Lawless? Mm-hmm. You know, getting involved in this business and and just absolutely I mean the business is the business is it own everything that you create always maintain as much equity interest in what you create um, first and foremost and secondly don't chase trends that's that that's pretty much it do what do what you know you feel is a the appropriate fit for you and be true to yourself and don't chase trends I can't I cannot emphasize that enough because I've seen trends come and go I've seen artists come and go I've seen folks flame out over the years I see people be really 
uh, that cat on the street, you know, and then turn around and he's just gone from public consciousness a few years later. And I've seen that happen hella times, over and over and over again. And um, a lot of times if you chase trends, you can't bounce back from that. Mm. You can't bounce back from wearing your pants backwards and all that. You know what I'm saying? You can't bounce. You see what I'm saying? You can't bounce back from, you Daddy know. Daddy Mac. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, mean, not, I mean, you know, I'm not trying to, to uh, clown anybody, you know. I'm just saying there's certain things that you just, you can't do. If you switch a rhyme style up in a particular way, it's no, it's no coming back from that if you're not careful. So, um, you know, if, if you take a look around at the people who have had the most longevity in the game, they have a distinct style that they're known for that they don't really deviate from. Absolutely. Now, what, what do you do just, just to have fun, to kick it, just just a cool, you know, sit back? Because people may think, oh, you're serious all the time and all that. They, they may not you know what? You have I'm, fun I'm fortunate. I'm, you know, I've heard that before. And, and uh, I'm just fortunate enough to be able to do what I love for work. Yeah, but do you play so, though? You know, if I'm creating, then that's fun for me. You know, and of course, you're not kicking with my partners, and I do all the same things that everybody else does: go out and do whatever. Right. You know what I'm saying? Root for the Raiders. Street. Yeah, yeah, uh, the Raiders. And <laughs> <laughs> root for the Giants. <laughs> the Raiders. Said, root for the Raiders. They need some rooting. <laughs> <laughs> you got, you got Derek Carr. You, you alright you alright but, but you know man um, yeah I ain't never really been a, a big sports dude you know there was kind of a division where you either about sports or about music growing up and so you know all of my partners that, that are creative that you know have that artist in them you know pretty much focus on that I was in a few bands and um, you know really learned how to play a bunch of instruments and got my chops up and you know, um, that's that. Those are skills I use to this day. But really, just you know, just just uh, enjoying life, and really at the point now where I'm kind of only working with folks I want to work with. Mm-hmm. That's great. And 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 it's a good look for me. What instruments you play? Um, well, it's all pretty much all keyboard now. But um, I can play drums, keyboard, some bass, and you know things fill in around that. You know, because you can you can simulate the rest for the most part. Okay, shout out to people like uh, Rapping Forte, also that <laughs> play a lot of instruments. Yeah, mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, just shout out to all the the people, the OG people out there in the Bay Area that you know led the way for a lot of people, and not just the Bay Area, not just California, but just music period. Mm-hmm. Of course, Too Short, uh, the whole Sick with It crew. Everybody. Oh yeah, forty. That's the Bay Area ambassador. Yeah, yeah. yeah we we've been rocking that's, this new joint too. My my ish bang. That's that, yeah. That's the homeboy. He's on. He's on pistol <laughs> politics. Yeah, okay, okay. We gotta get him up on the show. Yeah, yeah. We, we gonna kind of get yeah. this Paris. You know, you know, get him up on the show. Right. One more. One more question. What's up? Another one. Uh, what are some of the things that you are checking out on the reading tip right now? Reading. Yeah, reading. Anything or anything. You know what? I just finished going back and 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 reading things that I haven't read in a long time. I'm actually rereading a bunch of junk. You know, um, a lot. Uh, if you ever go into Barnes and Noble or whatever big box retailer that sells uh, books now, you'll notice that there are a lot of reissues of classics. 
Right. So I just scooped up a, a gang of classics, man, some of which I've never read that I've always threatened to read, and some of which I read, but I read a long time ago. So like Orwell, George Orwell and uh, Melville and Alice Huxley and a bunch of folks, you know, and I've really just been soaking that up lately. I mean, a lot of the things that have to do with politics, and a lot of things that have to do with civil rights, I'm pretty well versed on. So I just really kind of been revisiting some of the things that I passed up in the past. Well, I hope you revisit for the first time getting uh, myself and C-Truth on these video games and stop playing <laughs> on this production. And, and, and you're directing too, right? So you're doing movies and stuff like that? I've done one. I'm, I'm trying to expand that. You know, I just did a new distribution deal that enables me to have physical goods in stores you know, it, it, that seems like a novel thing right now, but Virtual. it's necessary. Yeah, that was you know? a catalog. Yeah, well, because everybody's going digital, where everything is digital, and I can, you know, I can release something digitally across the globe with no inventory, and everything is all good, right? But there's there's a, a certain legitimacy that goes along with having something tangible yes. that you can have in your hand, yeah. and and this deal enables me to put out music enables me to put out you know cds and dvds uh and vinyl and it also enables me to put merchandise in stores which is something that i always wanted to do i always wanted to be able to you know have shirts and you know posters and stickers and all of all of extras that go along with putting music out available to the public outside of just being available to the public online right and uh and you know, this is a, a situation now where I'm actually trying to have a publishing company where I can have literary works in stores, too, and also, um, okay. you know, do do direct uh, uh, movies. You know, obviously, full-length motion pictures is where everybody wants to be, but uh, documentaries will do for now. Oh, the documentaries are very important. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. But where can they get some of that stuff now? Like some Paris shirts and CDs and all, it, all your this stuff? This is a freshly minted deal. So Pistol Politics is the first release that's off of this new deal. Um, it's Gorilla Funk Recordings. So it's www.gorillafunk.com is the label. And, you know, I'm in, I just got in Target, but I've been in Best Buy and FYE and Barnes & Noble and, uh, Amazon and you know all all the retailers for the most part that 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 stock hip hop and stock music merchandise have us. So you real you real humble with it. You very very <laughs> humble. I'm telling you, you real calm and humble with it. But I know what time <laughs> it is. You you gonna be my friend on Instagram? Stop playing at what? Kev underscore Lawrence and at Thermal Sideways. <laughs> well, you gonna be our friend? You not on Instagram good. though, right? Well, you, I you, just sent you an email, bro. So you got my email. Okay, but you're not on Instagram yet. You're on Twitter and Facebook. I'll right? never be on Instagram. <laughs> you go send me your number. That ain't Stop gonna playing. <laughs> you go send me your number. That means that, that means I gotta take a selfie or something, man. You know, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> you already know talking to me that ain't gonna happen. All right. Well, you <laughs> right, send the right, email right. in with your number because we yeah. gotta be friends. Stop we, playing. We, we gonna come see you in the bay. We gonna get you a Raiders hat. Come on, man. <laughs> we gonna get you a Raiders hat. We get you a Raiders hat. Yankee hat. Come on. You gonna be a Yankee man. <laughs> Oh, my man. uncle used to play for the Yankees. I'm, I'm a diehard Yankee oh, fan. Who, who's, well, your who, who's your uncle? Elston Howard. Elston Howard? Howard? Yep. yep, Elston Howard. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah. First black Yankee. First black Yankee, from what I'm told. OG. All right, we don't have to. So he had the curls. Say again. He had the Jerry curls. My uncle. Yeah. Uh, Did he have a Jerry curl? No, that was was Roberto Kelly. Don't worry about it. (laughs) 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 What's up with LA? He got too solid. No, he played. He played for the Yankees. He didn't play for the Dodgers, man. Yeah, oh, man. <laughs> yeah everybody. <laughs> Terrible Southwest Radio. They were in Paris. Yeah. In Paris. One more time. Tell people how to get in contact with you and your movement. If you want to, you know, purchase stuff and all that type. Of and stuff. get that latest pistol uh, politics too. Indeed. Tell them where they can go. Go get that. Um, well, you can go. You can get it at Gorilla Funk. Um, you can get it at yeah, all those retailers I just finished mentioning. Target, it's, it's Best available Buy, everywhere. Amazon, F-Y-E. Best Buy, Amazon, FYE. Um, there's some East Coast retailers that I don't even know of off the head, but my my distributor services them. That's what it is. And, uh, you know, it, it has, it's me, it's, it's uh, Public Enemy, E-40, Dead Prez, Dub C. Um, it's hella people on there. And, and, and it basically, it's a, it's a musical... Uh, show of solidarity, kind of in in the in the middle of the madness, oh, and uh, it's being it's being received well, you know, uh, really well out here, and it's starting to really pick up nationwide. So, I appreciate the exposure. Definitely. Hopefully, y'all can you can work with uh, Young Lawless out here. Yeah, yeah. He's uh he's uh Let's doing get it. His, he's doing his rounds. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing my rounds, man. We doing our rounds. Oh, I heard that. Everybody got to do them. Come on. All right, mm-hmm. just 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 send me that number because we come to the house. <laughs> I heard that. On, on you more than welcome. Free in the fridge, definitely. Yeah, man. Well, we appreciate you being on the program. And it's uh, all good, bro. Right on. Definitely. Whenever you want to come back, talk about whatever you're doing. You know, you're welcome here anytime, man. We appreciate. I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be in New York uh, the week of the 14th. Oh well, you, you gotta come live in the studio then. I'm gonna I'm come by and holler at y'all. So That's wait, what it is. Are you also going to uh, DC? Not that I'm aware of. Oh, the uh, since you, are you are you with that million man march? No, no, no. I, no, I got to strike through with some stuff with CMJ that weekend. Oh, okay, okay, I got Shout you. I got CMJ. you. That's what's up. Yeah. Make up everybody doing the CMJ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But definitely, we're we so gonna get into a, a joint off of the pistol politics. W- which one should we hit? Uh, you can jump off in uh, into the title track. Okay, so let's we gonna do pistol politics right now from Paris. Thank you once again, man, for being Shout on the program. I appreciate it. Right you. on, bro. I appreciate it. Take care. Very right, progressive peace. up there. Peace. peace. Thermal Sound Waves, a natural alternative hey. to fast food radio. Thermal Sound Waves. Wave.